for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 318 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. And I'm back. I'm alive. Sort of. And guys, look, we took a week off because I was in the hospital. We're not going to dwell on that a whole lot because we've got real fucking exciting shit to talk about this week. Star Wars Visions is here, and I couldn't be happier with it. And it's not just me and Will. Like, we were like, all right, look. We got two halves of the white dude anime fan triumvirate. We got to complete the circle. So sitting across from me at this very dining room table is our good buddy. You've heard him plenty of times on this show. He's also the co-host of the High Potion podcast with me. It's our good buddy, Steve Crothy. What up? Cracking a beer into the mic. (laughs) I'm very excited to talk about some anime. And I'm very excited to talk to Will Witten. So am I. I, I have I'm, to say, I'm super stoked. I was so stoked when when Steve texted me and he was like, well, I texted him because we're going to be doing a bit of a segment to go along with this. And I texted him for some advice and he called me and he was like, you know, I was, I was, I was going to see if like, I was almost going to ask you and see if I could come on the show this week. And I was like, F- fucking come on the show this week. But of course. Yeah, man. So, I, you know me. I love some some damn anime. <laughs> The Star Wars was right up my damn alley. Um, I can't wait to get your guys' thoughts on it, really. Like, I, uh, we texted briefly. I would hit you with, like, one thing on each episode that I liked, but I, I, I want to get deeper into them, obviously. Yeah, I have saved my thoughts so far, and I can't wait to discuss them. Yeah, this is one of the few times I... <coughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's going to be one of those... <laughs> This is one of the few times I have no clue whatsoever what Will thinks about any of these. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to crack into yep. it. So, look, uh, just real quickly, I want to thank all you guys for being so cool uh, about my hospital stay last week. Um, you know, Jesse put out the tweet, and for anybody that doesn't follow us on Twitter or, or Patreon, you might not know, had a bit of a hospital stay. Um 
everything's good now. I'm on the road to uh, slowly but surely getting better. Everything's fine. I just had a infection in my knee, which was awesome. <laughs> and I had to have a minor surgery on Friday, which was awesome. And uh, just so whoever doesn't follow you on Twitter, uh, when you were going under for anesthesia for oh, this pr- okay. minor procedure. So let me tell this story. <laughs> so they do this minor. I'm a little freaked out by anesthesia. So I tell them this. I'm very upfront with my doctors. Like, I'm afraid of IVs. I tell them that. Didn't help. Yeah. Look at my arm, Steve. Yeah. I look like I was in a, a, a Seattle band in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like Hulk Hogan gave you like uh, one of those little twisty arm burn things yeah. or something. So um, Friday they take me back and they're getting me ready. They're asking me all these questions. And the guy goes, hey, you're a little anxious about this, right? And he, I go, yeah. And he goes, all right, I'm going to hook you up with what he called happy juice. He said, you want a little uh-huh. happy juice before we take you back there and put you under? And I said, fuck yeah, buddy. Give me the happy juice. so i'm laying on the operating table and the last thing i remember is hearing night moves by bob seger (laughs) and going and going you guys like bob seger huh and the lady was like it's just the radio (laughs) and then they put the little like oxygen thing in my nose and i remember that going in and nothing else waking up after the surgery and the anesthesia guy comes out to talk to me and he goes hey uh what time are we meeting on Wednesday? And I go, what are you talking about? And he was like, uh, when you, when we brought you out of anesthesia and we're wheeling you out, you told us, Hey guys, I'll see you Wednesday for band practice, <laughs> which was when stoned Cobra used to practice. It sure was. <laughs> but also apparently before I went under, like I was laying there and just out of nowhere, I looked up the, at the guy and go, Hey, do you guys like anime? And then, <laughs> was out the I last mean, thing i said before i drifted hero off. legend <laughs> and that tells that you epic. that tells you i can't even switch off that part of my brain under copious amounts of whatever the happiest ju- happy juice is and i prefer to think of it as you were really thinking about star wars visions oh that's 100 percent. a 100 percent. because i'd been reading the new star wars manga in the hospital and looking forward to visions, I was full on yoked yeah. for some anime. <clears throat> so everything's good. I appreciate all the well wishes and stuff. It was kind of overwhelming, but just know I'm not good with that stuff, but I do appreciate it, guys. Um, you look great for what it's worth. Like, I'm just saying, viewers, good. it looks really good. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, That's comforting because I was worried about my boy. I've been be texting him. sleeping like a rock. <laughs> You do, you're, you you know, bef- the last time I saw you, no offense, but you had some bags under the eyes a little bit. They're, you don't have any. Right the now. last time you saw me was a couple Saturdays ago mm-hmm. when we recorded the last two high potions. I started feeling bad that night. I could kind of tell. And then yeah. woke up sa- Sunday feeling like dog mm-hmm. water. God. I'm glad you're feeling better, man. Yeah, me too. So much. So, uh, before we jump into talking about visions, hey. Follow us on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Blue Harvest Pod. And if you really enjoy the show and you want to support us for as little as $3 a month, you can sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast, where we post all kinds of bonus shows. We've recently had a Cooking with Will go up. We have my immediate reaction to Star Wars Visions. 
We have Blue Harvest Adventures, Steve versus the Prequels. Our buddy Steve is on one of them shows. We got Jaws, uh, Podge La Rasa, Masters of Harvest Kasi, Star Wars Year by Podcast. So many bonus shows. Patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. And a big shout out to our patrons. You guys are the best. So, now is the time when we can just weeb out. <laughs> time to get our weeb on. Stevie Stevie Weeby is here. So, when did Will, when did you actually watch these? Was it today? I watched them, I guess when Hawes brought it up last night. Mm-hmm. I made it about halfway through on my phone, you know, because the... I couldn't just take over the TV at that particular time of day. But then today, <laughs> I sat down during the baby's nap time, uh, and I watched I watched them all again, like on the screen with the volume all the way up. Uh, nice. So I, awesome. I wanted to make sure that I got all the detail, too. So my in my house, my wife works from home. She works in the living room, and we live in a loft. There's no walls, right? So I got, I, I got off work uh, yesterday at about... 2.30, I got home about 3 o'clock, and I just started watching them shits. I have headphones on, so but she can still see what I'm watching on TV. So right. she's just having all these meetings and just watching this like silent anime <laughs> awesomeness happening on the TV in front of her. She's like, you can watch crazy. TV with me later. <laughs> sure. I, um, so I, my original plan before the hospital disaster happened was I was going to wait till 2 in the morning when that shit went up watch it and then immediately record for patreon which would have put me going to bed at like 5 5 30 in the morning mm-hmm. unfortunately i wasn't able to do that because i had to get caught up on work i missed quite a bit of work last week um so i wasn't able to watch it until i got home from uh going out for work on wednesday right yeah and i got home about twelve thirty, right and i knew the home health nurse was coming over between one and two. So I was like, well, do I wait until she leaves and then just sit down and watch them all? Or do I watch one and then see, you know, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait until she leaves uninterrupted access to star Wars visions. So I'm sitting there typing on my computer and this little dude in my head is like, you want to watch star Wars visions right now? (laughs) I couldn't avoid it. So I fired that shit up and, uh, I kind of watched it in two chunks, basically. I watched the first five and then took a nap and then watched the the last four. And then I watched them all again today. So I've seen them all twice now. Um, I haven't watched it in Japanese yet. I'm going to do that this weekend. I have not even. Mm. Elevation will be achieved and (laughs) Japanese Star Wars visions will be Right. I can't wait. Usually I watch anime in Japanese, Mm -hmm. but... I wanted to, you know, I, I thought English would be what they would want that presented in. So I don't know. I mean, they the they, voiceover is good in it's English. Pretty good. There's it, a couple times in Tatooine Rhapsody where it's a little weird, but it didn't bother me. I have one singular voice acting complaint through the whole thing, and everything else I was pretty solid. With. I thought it was all really good. I mean, I guess so, we're doing this. So this is what we're going to be doing, guys. <laughs> we're going to be going. This is the plan for now. We're going to be going sort of step-by-step briefly talking about each short. And as a little bonus, we're going to have anime recommendations for Mm -hmm. you guys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I figure like this might be some listeners or Star Wars fans in general first exposure to anime. 
and maybe they get the anime bug after this. And they oh, I really hope in. so. I, I would love that. <clears throat> so we're going to have recommendations for you guys to like, if you liked this one, maybe check out this anime or this anime, so on and so forth. Um, and then what I think Will and I are going to do, since we're staring down the barrel of a bit of a Star Wars content drought, is over the next several weeks, we might take each individual one episode by episode. So like maybe next week we'll do sort of a deeper dive into the duel, the first one, right? Cause they also have some really nice, uh, uh behind the scenes bonus features for each of the shorts on Disney plus. So oh, nice. I don't watch that yet. Neither have I. So that's kind of how I think we're going to approach it. Now, before we jump in bit by bit, let's start with you. Will. what did you think of star Wars visions as a whole? You know, we've been talking for years now about wanting to see Star Wars anime and we finally get it. How did it land for you as like an entire product, an entire presentation? I mean, to me, it knocked it out of the park. You know, I, it was exactly what it needed to be, you know, just professionally done, you know, a plethora of different stories by different art houses in Japan, authentically Japanese. I mean, I, every, every single one is to me feels Japanese. Like there's no, it's not like an imitation. It's not like, you know, it's not like a reproduction of anime here mm -hmm. in the States. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all super authentically Japanese, which is great. You know, that's exactly what you want. Like you want this kind of freedom, like with, if you're going to give people license to use this, you know, sandbox, you need that kind of freedom. And I think that, that it need, it was everything it needed to be. Yeah. I was really stoked with and happy and like surprised by the variety of anime experiences we got through these nine shorts. Like I feel right. like throughout the nine, you got a really nice look into different style of anime, different storytelling approaches to anime um i was really stoked with that i think they as a as a entire product it is to me and granted i'm biased but it's the gold standard for one of these type of things you know this yeah. isn't the first time we've seen an anthology animated series you know tied into other franchises there was the animatrix halo legends batman gotham knights they've done this before uh, and to me, this is the gold standard and the best of any of those. Say, this may have supplanted for me uh, the Animatrix, which I found to be, you know, the best one of all of those. They're all pretty good. But. Yeah, I'd agree. I would say that the first one on the Animatrix still holds its own. The but, second yeah. Renaissance. Yeah. yeah the but, backstory. Yeah, one. Absolutely. Yeah. But the rest of them, I would say, fall pretty well behind. Now, Star Wars Visions. a man who has been steeped in anime the last couple of years like the finest cup of green tea <laughs> steve what the, did you the think? man is an anime sommelier <laughs> yes he is he is so like i really thought about this and a few years ago my wife and i went to seattle and we went to a really nice sushi restaurant mm. and we got the chef's choice and we were served this beautiful plate of sushi like mm. just it looked gorgeous like all different colors different flavors, different textures. And that's kind of what I feel about this. That's mm -hmm. kind of what it was. It was like this really nice, like tasting platter of anime and all these, the styles were so different uh, from each one, mm -hmm. but you know, you, you had like the more mature stuff to the more kid 
likes stuff and even the kid likes stuff was fun, right? You know? Yeah. The stories were pretty well told for, you know, what was the longest one? 22 minutes? Yeah, I think they range from the 15 to 22. Some of them were like 13 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Some were somewhere pretty short. And I still felt they managed all to deliver on their stories. You know, I felt given that, you know, they did have a... Uh, it didn't seem like they constrained any of them to a time limit. Mm-hmm. like the, And I felt like for the most part, they nailed the pacing. I will say there was a couple where I felt like the pacing was a little weird. Um, and that was probably as a result of, you know, trying to keep it under a certain runtime or within the right. s- certain boundaries. But other than that, I thought it was great. Tell me a manga story in, you know, 13 minutes. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. It, they were all pretty well developed. Yeah. And pretty compelling. And to the point where several of these I would like to see continuations oh, of. Yeah. Big time. Several. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that, too. <laughs> yeah. So first up, the first one we have is The Duel, and this is by the animation studio Kamikaze Doga, or Duga. I'm not sure how you pronounce the second mm-hmm. word. Um, I'm not familiar with anything else they've done. I have, I'm have. i not either. I did some research. They don't even have a Wikipedia page. Um, well, actually, I take that back. They have done the opening sequences for some of the JoJo's Bizarre mm, Adventure okay. stuff. Okay. They've done nice. some video game cutscene stuff. But it doesn't seem like they have been necessarily in charge of a full series yet. They kind of seem like a newer studio. I see. Um, The Duel is also the short that the upcoming uh, novel Ronin is based, like, sort of based on. So um, it's pretty immediately apparent when watching this one why they chose that to sort of expand on. And to lead off the whole fucking thing with. It's the perfect lead off for star wars vision i thought I so like stylistically to me it was the most gripping like right away like i felt like the style of it was just so interesting yeah it's got like well first off it's presented entirely in black and white with color accents here and there your lightsabers like right. some lights on the droid and stuff but it's got like this really interesting sort of uh ink and brush art style that I was not expecting. Like it kind of it took me a second us. to get used to. It did me too. Like in and, and it's presented like an animated Kurosawa film in a lot of yeah. ways, which I thought was yeah. a really cool approach to take because George Lucas greatly influenced by Kurosawa. Right. So uh, I, I, we should just say all spoilers are on the table. Oh yeah, here, the right? spoilers like... out the the ding dong <laughs> on this, my dude. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, the hat on the R two unit the was straw hat one of on... my favorite things in the entire yeah. nine episodes. Oh my god, <laughs> awesome. this one had a lot of cool things like that, like um, the Raiders wearing like just pieces of stormtrooper helmets, like just like maybe the mouth guard or the top of the helmet or something. I thought was cool. There's, Playing dice in the gambling house. Yeah, there's the um, the Doug riding around in the probe droid, which I thought was a cool uh, little choice. That was very cool. It's cool. Um, they're like guardians. like They're like bounty hunter. They're like the Samurai 7 that weren't exactly samurai. You know, they were like a yeah. loose band of bounty hunter guardians. Yeah, like cell swords or mercenaries that had been hired to protect. They were all cool in their uniqueness, though. Yeah, because like... There's the one that's like the Death Star droid that's using yeah. the the heavy gun or whatever. 
And then, of course, you know I'm a fan of the Trandoshan guy that uses the right. sword. Oh, the yeah. Bosk-looking mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. And then the Sebulba, I guess you said the Doug. Yeah. It's, he's in that droid that's got like, you know, eight swords on it. Wasn't there a Bantha as well? Was there a Bantha? Or not a, maybe not a, not a Bantha. The Tuscan Raider. Sorry. Wasn't there? Th- yeah. There was somebody they had who I remember he he celebrated like, yeah, and then he got shot like oh, 15 okay. times. Thought he looked like some one of those guys. Um, <clears throat> like what I liked about this one is they give you so much story without laying it out in front of you. Like it's a lot of visual and implied storytelling in this one. So, for instance, the whole the main character, the Ronin, you know, he shows up in this town. He gets his droid worked on. The Raiders show up. Surprise, surprise! The Raiders are led by a Sith. And so he's like, well, we can't have that. And he goes to face her. And she's like, oh, like when she swings at him and he stops the blade with his hands. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Cause so I don't think he is a force user. He is. He is a force yes, user. Yes. Okay. I, I thought maybe there was he, some kind of negative field he could he was doing with the crystals. In his, no. In his code. Okay. And then she's like, uh, oh, you must be a Jedi. And he whips his lightsaber out and it's red. Mm-hmm. And he says, unfortunately... I'm not a Jedi. So, and the part of the reason we know this is because of the synopsis of the book. Mm, he was okay. a Jedi. I gotcha. And then joined the Sith. And after the Sith were defeated or whatever, he went wandering as a Ronin. So it's kind of this neat implied story is that he's wandering around defeating Sith to atone for betraying the Jedi Order or something like that. I got you, which is awesome because he's, I don't know if we, <laughs> did you stop the frame and count how many crystals he had? I didn't, but that is so. It I'm was like, at least six or seven. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Which is awesome. Another nice little rep, like piece of like storytelling. Story, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I really loved it. I really loved this one. I can't wait to read that damn book. Uh, I just, what a way to kick it off. Yeah, the music it was, really was good. great. When he, um, when he, he's like, "Can you repair my droid?" And the guy's like, "Hey, I can try." And he's like, "All right, well, I need you to repair this by the time this pot boils." Such a badass. Super movie. samurai. Yes. Like, super samurai. And then later in the episode, when he calls the droid out, and the droid comes hauling out and starts shooting the little rockets and stuff, and oh, saves that was the badass. Day. Yeah, it was yeah. so cool. So the dude's cool. helmet that shot up into the the uh, the ship and blew it up from the inside. I think you're getting yeah. that one confused with the later one. That's that's in the Village oh. Bride, isn't it? Yes. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, you're right. Okay. I jumped the gun on that. Sorry, right. we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. That's what um, I'm I like. The Solston was the pub owner. Uh, the little. Yes, or uh, the droid repair guy, the guy that reported. Yeah. Yes, I thought he owned the inn or something on the bar. He, he was, probably uh, he might be a man of many talents. <laughs> might own the bar and repair droids. Yeah, the music when the Sith came out of mm-hmm. the um, whatever the ship mm-hmm. when she decided, okay, it's time for me to help these inept motherfuckers out. I'm coming. It was really good. Yes, pay attention to the music there. You really should. Um. I know a lot of people were a little iffy on her spinny lightsaber umbrella thing in oh, the trailer, dope. 
but I thought it was so dope and how they did it where it was like this yeah. device that she clips her saber into mm-hmm. that yeah. just sort of diffuses the blades into all these different things. I thought was so neat. Surely there's another and crystal in that umbrella thing. Probably. Yeah, it's like he gave it to the guy afterwards as a gift or something. Yeah, to, to help pay He back. made it seem like it was very valuable. Yeah. Um, um, go for it. But I did like that it wasn't her main you, what, you know, weapon. You know, you know what no. I mean? It was a cool gadget she had, but it wasn't, she quite obviously knew how to use her lightsaber. And I thought there was some cool references to some of the Star Wars movies, like when the Ronin and the Sith lady are fighting on the log going down the river. That's straight up some Revenge of the Sith fighting on the lava stuff, I felt. Yeah. I like how she just casually uses the Force, like, to make the log just stop at the edge of the waterfall. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. So, really happy with the duel. Loved it quite a bit. <clears throat> All right. So, moving on to the next one, we have Tatooine Rhapsody, the controversial one, I think. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the two the three that I see the most sort of negative opinion of so far are Tatooine Rhapsody, the Twins, and TOB1. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was by Studio Oh, we didn't do our recommendation for The Duel. Back it up. If you like The Duel, Steve has a recommendation for you. So stylistically, it reminded me a lot of an anime called Blade of the Immortal, which is on, I think, Prime Video. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's a little more obtuse story-wise. There's lots of like flashbacks and stuff like that. But if you dug the style of The Duel, that's definitely the one. Now, story-wise, I would say... There's an old anime movie which is available on Hulu. This is out in the mid-90s called Ninja Scroll. And I think kind of story-wise, I think that's kind of similar. Now, guys, if you have never seen anime, if this is your first step into the larger universe that is anime, let us just preface this. The anime can get fucking wild. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the one that I was going to mention is fucking wild. What's that? Buddy? Uh, there's a there's an anime called like Shurikuri Death Frenzy. Okay. And it's like the story of dueling samurai swordsmanship schools, but it's incredibly graphic. But uh, in in the the setting and kind of the animation style reminded me a lot of that. Perfect. Yeah. Same with the both of the ones I recommended. They're both yeah. for mature viewers. Yes. For sure. there, there could be some nudity. <laughs> There could be a demon guy sucking on a lady's yeah. booby. <laughs> there's gonna that be, might happen. There's gonna be heaps and heaps of violence and violence, <laughs> mostly violence. Okay, so next up we have Tatooine Rhapsody. Now I will say, when the behind the scenes stuff and the the previews of this all came out, the premise as it was presented, I was like, that sounds cool, but I didn't really know if it was gonna land with me. Uh, this whole idea of like a, a rock opera Star Wars anime episode. I am glad to report that I really like this one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It, it, I'll tell you why I like it. Because this one came the closest to harnessing the power of one of my favorite things about anime. And that is the banger ass anime opening theme song. Okay? That... Y- you can have an excellent anime, but to become a champion gold tier anime, you gotta have a banger theme song. All right? You are not lying. It's absolutely 100% true. And if That's you sick. want 
some examples. I would say uh, the Demon Slayer uh, mm-hmm. opening is Cha-ching. fucking f- fire sauce, man, from Taco <laughs> Bell. Yeah, that's always One the Punch first Man one opening. Is one good. Punch Man is, is good. Is good. Yep. Uh, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood has a banger. Uh, the first one for Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. Really good. Uh, the second one's really good, too. It is, but it's... it ain't that first one. <laughs> no. <laughs> God, there's so many good it ones. It ain't that first the, one. I'm watching Parasite the Maxim on Netflix right now. And another, That's got a good one. Flat banger of a theme song. Steins so, Gate. <laughs> um, you know, this one, this is what I mean by we got like a wide range of anime experiences because this one tapped into the more light-hearted what is the what is the the style of anime that's a young man on an adventure like shonen is that what they call so would this qualify if this was a a series yeah you know what i mean the art style was hunter x huntery a bit you know that was one of the anime i thought of recommending for this one yeah um but obviously a little even more light-hearted than that i think yeah but in a good way like you know i felt like it was it's wholesome. I don't know. When do we, it was. When do we get to see a band in Star exactly. Wars? You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, we get Figger and Dan and the modal nodes. You know what I'm saying? Rocking out at the cantina. <laughs> but we don't know much about those ball sack headed bastards. You know what I'm saying? And then They we, look like they smell and like, you know. Yeah, and then we get snice noodles. Like, they do it for Java. They don't do it for a stadium, you know. But like to to actually get in and sort of learn the personalities of each band member and stuff like that in the time limit they had right. i thought that it was well paced and well executed it was mainly that. about the main guy in the hut yes right like which i loved his that he had a nose ring by the way yeah the hut guy because he's in a band <laughs> of course and of course he played the bass mm-hmm. oh <laughs> the, there's no way you make a star wars band and have a hut in the band and the hut isn't the bass player yeah like, exactly you playing the trumpet or something now like i finally have something i can cosplay as <laughs> for star wars celebration i'm gonna be that bass playing hut bass slug gee yeah. yeah yeah man yeah i mean like i i really liked it i liked all the nods to jedi in mm-hmm. there like the little skimmers that they were using oh, to yeah. fly around and and, Bib Fortuna. And I thought it was, you know, like the opening with him escaping escaping Order 66. Like that's something we've seen a gazillion times now in Star Wars. But to have it be like, oh, he didn't, you know, go into hiding and then find his way back to the Jedi Order. He's like, no, I'm going to be a singer in a band. Like I was like, <laughs> I like that twist. And look, guys, peace and love, peace and love. If you're sitting here going, no, that one was goofy. Guys, it had fucking Boba Fett in it. What did you yeah, expect right. from me? Huh? Tomorrow Boba Morrison, Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, man. He's good. He's good. Enjoyed that. And it felt very Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Yes. Good call. I Which I the, really liked. The shot with with him and Jabba, like Jabba had the tail tapping. And oh. if you look close, you could see Boba's left foot tapping. Well, and then Barely. there's the other thing where Boba's sitting there with his arms crossed holding the drink and he's like bobbing his head to the music. <laughs> God, I need somebody to make that gif for me because it is my permanent reaction gif now. Boba jamming. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, God. I, I can already see the video edits coming. Boba listens to Tool. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. I've, I, I'll say this too. As somebody who's played lots of shows, the beginning where they're playing to like 10 people and mm-hmm. there's like one guy nodding his head i've been there so many so many <laughs> times it was pretty accurate somebody in that production had 
played in a band for sure. Uh, what did you think of the actual song? It was okay. Yeah, I didn't hate it, it, but like it grew on me. I watched it the second time, liked it a lot more. Yeah. So I think like at, like you said, a lot of those anime openings sometimes it takes me three or four times and then it smacks me upside the head how awesome oh, it is man. sometimes songs be like that give me a star waiver album <laughs> i would listen to that shit um and also i liked the animation style me too the the sort of chibi it, it was it was sort of i won't say jarring but like surprising going from the minimalist ink and brush style of the first one to this that was sort of like lavishly animated with lots of color and stuff poppy almost yes yes real like pop art type stuff it kind of looked like um i won't say uh it was it wasn't like funko pops but everybody looked like ninderoids if you know what a ninderoid is super final fantasy if that makes sense like i could definitely see a bit of uh, earlier Final Fantasies, like Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy IX. Tactics, Final Final Fantasy Four, yeah, you know. yeah, stuff like that. I could see a bit of that yeah, there. I could, yeah. Now that you mentioned that, I never thought about that. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Sure. I thought. Uh, now, I do think it's funny that the guy's like Jabba. How <laughs> about you be our first sponsor, Jabba? Yeah, yeah, the power of big balls. The power <laughs> of big balls and hope. We're gonna be the biggest band in the galaxy. Yeah. Give us you, money. you could be our first sponsor. He was not the best actor. He could sing, though. I think that's why yeah. he was able to keep. <laughs> I like the sound of his speaking voice, like, right? Yeah. But like the delivery was it was a weird. L- something was weird about the delivery. A little bit. There's something else like early where he was like, "I've known him forever," or something like that. I oh, can't. Remember. Something. something let's like... make this the best show ever. <laughs> but you know, I thought it was fun. Now. Would I say it's like at the toppy toppy of my right. list? No, but if they came out and said, "Hey, we're gonna start, we're gonna do a show on Disney Plus called Star Waver, and it's just gonna be the adventures of this band going around," like sign me up for that. That is the kind of different Star Wars I'm looking for. Yeah, dude, Scott Pilgrim, Star Wars. I'm yeah. in. I'm very in. Yeah, where the two bands square off with like force powers and shit. Mm-hmm. Hell yes, yes, Y E S. Let's go. That's that's fucking awesome. Now, this was one that I was having trouble cracking the nut of. If you like this one, this is what you should check out. Steve has an uh, uh, suggestion. I have one, and I I don't know how widely available this one is. I know it's on Crunchyroll, but it's called Zombie Land Saga. And you roll your eyes at zombies like I do, probably. But this one's a little different. It's like um, a guy who puts together, like, a girl pop group. And they're all undead. But he he's like this master of disguise. He knows how to make them up to where they look like real people or whatever. And it's it's very bizarre. But It's, it's also it's, more it's lighthearted. And, lighthearted, yeah. very musical. Yeah. That would be the one that I would recommend. Did you have one for this one, Will? Did they, this remind? I mean, you? the tone and the art styles reminded me a lot of Trigun mm-hmm. and um, Desert Punk. Oh, Desert Punk! I can see now. Be warned if you dive into Desert Punk. Desert Punk's a little horny. Yeah, I'm just uh, yeah. Yeah, I do think we need to once again. again. I don't want somebody that's never watched anime to sit <laughs> to down be like, and, God, these guys watch some raunchy anime. Damn. Yeah. So you know, warnings where warnings are. Oh, <laughs> right, well, absolutely. Desert Punk's a tiny bit horny. 
The Legend of the Overfiend. No. <laughs> no, I'm just no. kidding. No, Steve. No, no. Don't watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, we have one that I also feel like people either love it or hate it. I actually kind of fall a little in the middle. I was definitely in the middle with this one. Uh, And that is The Twins, which is done by uh, Trigger Studio. Uh, The Twins is the one that is set, you know, some indeterminate time after episode nine. There's a couple of those in this uh, series. And it deals with two twins who were created using the power of the dark side and uh, sort of... That's that's basically the the basic premise. Um, this was one that I was fascinated with heading into because it was set after episode nine, and the idea of not light side twins in the force like Luke and Leia, but dark side twins in the force, mm-hmm. I thought was a neat little twist on that idea. At the end of the day, it is like if we're getting all these different flavors of anime, this is your balls out crazy super over the top anime Star your, Wars. This is your Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. You know, gods fighting, you yes. know. Yep, powers. Like <laughs> what kind of crazy powers can you pull out of your ass to top my crazy ass powers? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. God tier force powers. Mm-hmm. I, I like if you can if you can accept that, like it becomes really fun. So like I was like you guys, I was kinda in the middle on my first watch on this one. But after watching it the second time, I went all in on it. Like I was like, this is cool. The premise is neat. Like if you just accept that That's you part, know, things part. haven't been the same in a long time, like the fact that there is this one giant mother Kyber crystal that they split into the first you know, lightsabers, whatever, like it's cool. Oh, well, yeah. the, the the concept to me was rad. Like, yeah, there yeah. were lots of really cool things going now, on. Now, I will say this: um, that I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> and I understand people being like, "Oh, they can breathe in space without I, okay oh, who cares? So, I was like, "Look, man, you gotta." It's one of those things. They're like, genetically they're genetically go. created. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They're, again, they probably the force, have the, the ability to. The Homeboy stood on the freaking top of a going to hyperspace x-wing <laughs> x-wing yeah and chopped the star destroyer okay. we're cool yeah, we're cool yeah. with them well, breathing in space so I this think. is the thing like what i was gonna say is a critical component of enjoying star wars visions and i know guys i know this can be tough as star wars fans but you gotta just like relax and remember it doesn't matter this isn't canon this doesn't you can really say what if and you can enjoy this a lot more. Yeah, like yeah. It, I don't even think just anime is crazy over the top. Yes. That's what it. That's what it is. You it don't is. see realistic. And this takes that and it comes in different doses and cranks it to eleven. Yes, yes. Yeah. this is the high dose crazy. Anime. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, this is pure octane. <laughs> now, my one voice acting complaint in the entire series comes from this episode. I don't think Allison Brie was the best choice Aww. for the, and I adore Allison. I love Brie. Allison Brie. I do too, man. It's not it's anything love. personal about her. I just feel. I think it's probably because I'm such a big Community fan. It's probably it that I can't separate, separate her from Annie. Too. And like when no. Annie gets mad in an episode of Community, that's all I hear. I think I've cracked it to that being what the problem was. And I don't even think it was a performance thing. I just didn't feel like it was a great choice. And I think it's because of that. I would disagree with you, but it's only because you're neurotic and wrong. So 
<laughs> Steve is really acclimating to the Star Wars fandom right now. <laughs> God damn, he's he picked it up quick. Will, what did you think of the voice acting in this one? I uh, I had no problems with it. Cool. You know, I just it didn't. Yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't necessarily think Hawes is wrong. You know what I mean? Like I, it, I was joking. It is one hundred percent. A personal thing. Right. I know for a fact. Like, you know, I, I can recognize this. This isn't something I'm going to get on Twitter and do a 10 thread. <laughs> You're not going to write thread. death threats. To, no. Uh, right. Yeah. No. I, like I said, it's someone I actually really enjoy. Right. I like her so much in Community and in Glow yeah, and I love her other Glow. stuff. Yeah. So. She's so great. Um, Mad Men. She's great. I, uh, now, I'll tell you what my favorite thing, my favorite thing in this was the idea of kyber crystal powered armor that was pretty awesome like fucking super armor on jedi or sith in this case that they had to channel the freaking thing through the power yes that was awesome now you guys ready for a little trivia tidbit yes okay so you know how the guy rides the the x-wing and cuts it in half with the lightsaber that is an unused concept from the sequel trilogy well, really? there is a piece of concept art of Ray, not on the nose of an X-Wing, riding an X-Wing, holding her lightsaber up. I don't, it doesn't necessarily look like she's cutting it in half, but she's like, must have been like a TIE fighter or something. No, right? it's she a, was Star a Star Destroyer. Destroyer? It's wow. a Star Wars. I'll find the, the oh, I concept believe you. Yeah, that's right crazy. Now. I could see, I, I couldn't see that going over as well in a movie. I don't know. No. no, it, and that's probably why they didn't use it. And I could be wrong, but that concept may have even then morphed into the Holdo re- maneuver from mm-hmm. the, last the Last Jedi, Jedi, which works great in live action, much better than seeing what. But in right. anime, it was perfect. I thought, I thought it was pretty, yeah. pretty fucking. Yeah, neat. they just kept pulling powers out. Another part that I really liked was when he took her. It was like they they jumped out of the fight for a second, and it was like he was showing her oh, what happened. Yeah, and they went into that weird. And she's like, like "You're crazy. Uh, you think I'm afraid to die?" And it shattered. Like mm-hmm. they were. Then they were back in the fight. I thought that was so cool. It is. It is very cool. Yeah, there was there was lots of cool stuff going in going on in this one. It's just like it was just it turned into a big kind of almost not dumb but just a big action almost like what jerry bruckheimer kind of shit well you can say a big dumb action series and it's not like a pejorative you know what i mean right yeah yeah, yeah. i don't mean that as bad look i like big dumb action scenes so um yeah there there's a lot to like in this one but once again not at the super tip top of my favorites can i bring up one more fucking awesome part yes when homeboy gets in the x-wing and starts shooting at them in the hangar and she pulls the force shield or whatever, and then the first shots like hit those walkers, and then they go down, and <laughs> he yeah. wipes out basically everything. And like a couple of shots of an X wing is pretty awesome. I really liked. So okay, there's the whole thing where they've got this giant kyber crystal that's powering this giant cannon that connects two to star destroyers. Like, look, I've seen enough planet killing super weapons in Star Wars. I'm good on that. But somehow, even I was like. Oh, well, that's kind of fucking cool. Yeah. Um, and so the whole concept is that he goes and steals the giant, the the main power source and they figure out what's going on. And the door, like he's walking with it. And he's <laughs> like check, talking to it, his, yeah. talking to his droid and stuff. And was the, it R2, uh, R2 Dio or R, R duo? Something, something like something. that. Was, yeah. But the doors open and all those uh, stormtroopers <laughs> are there. And he just like 
keeps walking through him and they're like oh stun him and he's like i'm sorry guys he does yeah waits until they actually fire yeah and i i do think it was a cool idea to make it like oh he's not doing this because he's had some great conflict of conscience and he's going over to the light side necessarily he just doesn't want his sister to die right you know that's the whole i think i think that is the nature of the light side though like you know, I think you're trying right. to protect the ones that you love. Like, and even like, he, I loved the line where he was like, "You know, what are you gonna do? Give it to the republic?" He's like, "The republic, the empire, who gives a shit?" Yeah. He's like, "You just this is they're trying to make us do this to destroy us, to use us as a weapon, and we will be destroyed in the process." Yeah. And he doesn't want that for his sister. He's trying to save her. No, and I that totally. That in itself is the essence of the light side. I feel like I agree, but it wasn't. They didn't lean into this whole like you got to join me on the light side of the force. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Um, also, like and that. It even ended in the on end, Tatooine. you know, he still loves his sister, and you know, yeah, trying to help her. Oh, that scene when like the kyber crystal blows up, and then all her armor shoots off, and she's like floating in space. That was pretty fucking striking. Yeah, pretty lots striking. Of, lots of stuff to the like. The evil three PO is pretty cool. We've talked yeah. more about that one than the other ones. <laughs> we have now i have some suggestions you have excellent suggestions for this if and now both of these done by the same director and studio so if you like the twins if the twins really tweaked your nips <laughs> you should check <laughs> out kill la kill and gurin lagan yeah i can't they're argue both with awesome that. yeah i agree gurin kill- lagan is the one i recommend the most i it's one of my favorite anime tiny bit horny kill a kill is pretty horny Kill a Kill goes <laughs> goes from times medium horny to double shot of horny. <laughs> double shot of Everclear horny. Okay? <laughs> I don't even know if there's nudity in Kill a Kill. It comes close. But you get close to it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fan service if that's what you want to call it. Yes. But very interesting. But the art style and action... Very similar. S- very similar. Amala- yeah. uh, animation. And it's done by the same studio. It's like... Probably of the ones we're gonna um, suggest, one, two of the suggestions that come the closest make the most sense. Yeah. Now, next up, we have one that is a contender for perhaps my favorite, and that is the Village Bride. Mm. The Village Bride was done by. Let me pull it up real quick. I got notes for once. Uh, This was done by Cinema Citrus. I. Okay, when presented with just the titles of all these different shorts, The Village Bride would have never been one that stood out to me. And I would have never been like, oh, I bet you I really enjoy that one. But I came out of that one being like, they can do no wrong. This is the fourth one, and it's fucking tight, and it's awesome. I love this one so, so much. What did you think of this one, Will? Uh, I really, I really liked it a lot. You know, I can't, uh, I can't argue. Um, Steve, this one I loved, dude. I, I, there were, there were two episodes that provoked a strong emotional reaction from me. And this was one of them. Mm -hmm. We'll get to the other one later, but, um, I just thought it was beautiful. Like I thought the, the whole idea of the Jedi kind of learning about the planet Mm-hmm. through following these people through their wedding ceremony and like their connection to the planet and like how they, cause they view the force as like the Majinma, 
They, they have a name for the hey, that Majina yeah. or something, Majina. Was something like that. Yeah. Something like that. And or and I don't know if they're separate, but it's like it's the spirit of the planet, the Gaia. Yeah, but it's it to me it's how they Is view it the force. The force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's the force under a different name, like because right. they probably don't have any experience hearing this thing called the force. Like you know, the at one point the the bride comes out and sees the Jedi character levitating a rock, and she goes, "Oh, you know the Majina or whatever." I, I wish I had right. Known. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah. Um, the idea that you know that this place, this planet is actively in harmony with the force like you get to see an example of what you know what the force is striving for you know we don't ever really get to see that like what what would be a perfect place you know yeah we always see the imbalance of the force or the sith in control like if, th- if the light side of the force had its way this is what the planet would look like the um the character design in this episode fucking awesome like the jedi character the guy that she's palling around with that has the helmet over his head um yeah, yeah this so, is the one i jumped the gun on earlier yeah it's all good buddy so is when he, the big showdown comes is he the guy that is he he's from that planet i feel like he's like almost yeah. her guide yeah or but he is have, a jedi that has spent a bunch of time on that planet. He's a he jedi. seems like an like an archival Jedi or something. I don't think he I is I feel a like Jedi. she fled there because it's her master's home planet and her master well, had died. So I think this is her first time on this planet. Yeah, I agree. And he's telling her, like, she's like, why did you bring me here? And he's like, because someone, I think he knew her master. Mm-hmm. And, I agree. Yeah, he did. And I think maybe his master left that, or her master left that planet to become a Jedi and they were friends before the old guy and her master. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is clearly post order 66, probably pre original trilogy era. Cause there's still like battle droids and they talk about the separatists and stuff. Right. There's a, there's like a, what was the droid that was like overgrown in the forest when they walked by it? Right. With the, the, there was like a war that their parents yeah. got caught up in. It was, and it was clearly part of the clone wars because mm-hmm. the separatists came there and, took all their resources, and then after the war, bandits and stuff moved in and started doing the same thing. Um, classic anime, Japanese cinema-type presentation for a story, mm-hmm. right? And, like, you know, this is not the most action-heavy. No. The music, the best in the series. It's incredible, dude. And I'll tell you this. If you like the music in these games, uh, in this in that that anime, check out the Nier games because it's the same lady singing mm-hmm. and a lot of the same tracks, like same style. Yeah, and it's very very good. But man, I got goosebumps a couple of times because of the music. This one, this one, and the next one are a lot of what I think about when I think about Star Wars anime. Yes, um, what it could be. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. To me, these are the the shining examples of. I love them all. I, I like them all. I love most of them. I feel like these two, this one and the next one are like sort of the shining what if we got a full Star Wars animated series. And if it was either of these next two, I, there's no way I could be happier. Oh, man. But and just talking about the action, I just before this thought leaves my mind, uh, it, 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 it's quick and it's effective. It's like a mm-hmm. lot like a Jedi. Like they don't whip ass often, but when they have to, it's effective and it's instant. And I love that concept of the Jedi. Like that excites yes. me to get to see that in anime form. Well, th- this was the one that did the classic anime swordsman trope where 
They, you see them put their hand on the hilt and draw yep. the sword, and then the next thing you know, somebody's fucking dead, like in yep. the blink of an eye. You know what somebody's I mean? Somebody's lost an arm, yeah. Only um, it was with a fucking high heel. Oh, my the, That shit was cool. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah, I the, loved it. The yellow the katana. Yeah. Uh, her, her speech. I love the way it's drawn. When she, she became a Jedi in that moment. Yeah, when like, she, she, cuts, well, she cuts, cuts the braid. Well, she cuts the braid and loses the mask, but yeah. like she actually has that speech mm-hmm. where she, she mentions how, you know, like you're the the people here respect the land and that's mm-hmm. what's gonna make it okay. You know And you, then she's like she basically lays out their philosophy and then goes and may the force be with Oh, I'm getting goosebumps I know. right now. She looks dude. that motherfucker dead in the eye and says, I'm a Jedi. I got goosebumps. Oh and then cuts so... his arm off like that boom yep, son done and like the pacing of this one to me was perfect like it the way it ramped up to that final confrontation with the um the raiders and stuff like the dinner scene at the wedding ceremony where the girl's sister like speaks up and is mm-hmm. like how can you do this like blah 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 like just that whole thing was Perfection. Where did we see the blaster shot get stopped before? I know that's been done. Uh the Force Awakens. Force Kylo Awakens does it. Okay, in the cool. Opening that was that awesome. In yes. both in both instances, so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think this one is my favorite. I, if if I had to pick one, I think this is my favorite. But there's still some really good ones past this too. Um. Oh man, I love this one so much. It's really good. It's really really good. And this is one that if they were like, this is one of the ones I want to see more of. Continue this. For oh me. please, I, I loved that character the the so much. I don't I can't even I don't even know her name. I'm bad with the names in this one. It's going to take a while for it all to sink in for me because but, there's so many different characters in so many different settings. I'm gonna call her Katana for now. Yeah, <laughs> it but, was uh, so she was cool. Fucking awesome. She's rad. I'm sorry for cursing. She's rad. Sorry for cursing. I cursed him. Blake's there's grandma going to be listening to this episode? There's an too? explicit content Maybe. warning on the outside. Or at least there should be. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, if you like this one, uh, I could recommend The Rising of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero, done by the same studio. Which I yeah totally agree with. It's good. Um, also, not technically an anime made by an American studio, but old buddy Dave Filoni had his fingies in it. Uh, I would say Avatar, The Last Airbender, and its follow-up, The Legend of Korra. I think those both would hit hit the same mark if you enjoyed this one. I'm going to also throw out um, Princess Mononoke. If you haven't seen it's like oh Studio Ghibli. Look, if you're getting... And I was going to say Morabito is another one that I, I don't know if any of you guys have seen this I one. I haven't seen that one. But the flavor is very similar. Okay. So, if you've you've not gotten into anime... And you're like, man, I don't know if I want to commit to a whole series. Watch Princess Mononoke, the movie, the Studio yeah. Ghibli movie. And Same kind of heart, you know? It, you're going to love it. It is so good. There's a reason that that movie is revered the way that it is. In fact, I'm going to watch it tonight as I drift off to sleep <laughs> awesome. under the influence of sleeping pills. <laughs> um, all right. <clears throat> yeah. I, I can't say enough good things about that one, so let's move on. Now, now this one is my... This is also way up there as yeah. a possibility as my favorite. Ooh, people love this one. And let me tell you, if I they came out and said, hey, 
the response to this has been so good. We're going to just make it canon. It takes place hundreds and hundreds of years after episode nine. This is what happens well, far, far in the future of the Star Wars universe. You, I would go Super Saiyan. <laughs> That's how happy I would be. <laughs> I'd need a change of pants because I'd Super Saiyan all over myself. <laughs> super Seaman. Um, and that is the ninth Jedi by production IG. IG. Mm. It Good is. Okay. First off, it's fucking stunning. It's, I feel, the best animation oh. of all of them. Easily, dude. Easily. It's the best of the animated, of the animations. It is like the perfect pilot episode for a series. Yeah. Ooh. So good. Okay. So this was one I was super interested in, not just because production IG. They're a very well-regarded, well-known. If you've ever heard of Ghost in the Shell, it's production IG. If you ever saw the animated sequence from uh, Kill Bill, that's production IG. You know They've done three highly regarded sports series animes that I love. Kuroko No Basket, Ace No Diamond, and um, Haikyuu. All like Haikyuu's God tier anime, <laughs> and that's a, a volleyball. Yeah, yeah that's right. Volleyball. That's volleyball. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the concept of this one is it's been generations and generations since Jedi were gone from the galaxy. Period of war is open uh, is broken out, and lightsabers are lost to time. Such a fucking cool concept. And there's this guy who has sent out a call to Jedi. Hey. I've discovered someone who can forge lightsabers. Meet me at this temple. You got me, bro. You got me on premise alone, my dude. It's almost the start to a and d campaign. Exactly. It is. Yeah, feels it like that. It is. Oh, my God. Um, and so, we, and they do, like, the pacing and the story twists they do in this short, like, with the allotted time, are, are so they're master strokes and storytelling yeah. i feel i'm gonna blow this episode guys <laughs> like this this short i am <laughs> all i'm it, this episode's balls knees. deep in halls <laughs> on bad knees will i'm gonna be back in the hospital they're gonna be like we gotta train it again what'd you do i said i blew There's the last of the there. ninth jedi <laughs> um so okay we get into this idea of a a, a lightsaber smith <laughs> And it Bro. kind of picks up an old concept that, you know, the lightsaber crystal is a reflection of the Jedi inside. Yes. No. Uh, it doesn't say that that's the way it has to be. It uses the fact that you have a special forge, the special smith that can do that to mm-hmm. them, which makes it really cool and really awesome or really relevant to the story. Right. The way they integrate that story idea of like whoever's wielding the lightsaber affects the the blade itself leads to such a cool reveal because i'm telling you as i was watching this the guy that calls them i was like look at him he's a sith lord yeah why yeah. would you trust him look at his character I know. I design wonder, i was like are these jedi vetting like this this thing or they take hey what do you think about this guy can we They're crack just showing this up for bit? their death can we reverse engineer where this came from and figure out what you know? And now they're just like, let's go check it out. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, um, and the one thing anime taught me in Star Wars: if you have this just minor facial scar, the whole thing cover it up, cover that shit up <laughs> with a mask. That means <laughs> you got right. fucked up at some point. Yeah, and you're you're a mortal bad guy. And then uh, 
the other thing this episode does is they do the Akira bike slide. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. You see it all the time in animation. First anime I ever saw. People reference that Akira bike slide all the time. And to see it happen in a Star Wars anime. Sheesh! Load size large. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You better put two Tide Pods in. <laughs> Because this uh, is about to be a large load. Oh man, um, there yeah, there was so much to like about this episode. Ah, uh, the, the fact that the young girl proves herself. You know, yeah. the lightsaber goes from translucent to you know straight full green. On green. She skips a grade, but yeah. I gotta say the rev- okay. So she takes all the lightsabers up. I know we're skipping a lot, guys. Yeah, it's all right. It's fine. We're gonna like I said, especially we're if go. we're doing deep dives on yeah. episode. Yes, awesome. yes, we got that. So. She goes up to the space station and she's like, hey, I got these lightsabers. And they all grab them and then ignite them. And they're all red. That reveal that all these dudes that gathered are Sith Mm -hmm. and not Jedi. Except for the one kid that shows up at the beginning. Mm -hmm. The main character. And then the surprise that the guy who summoned them all is in that mech robot. And he's a Jedi, not a bad guy. Yeah, that was crazy. That shot, Skull popping. That shot was epic. It, it it kind of reminded me of Lord of the Rings, the first one where they're surrounded by the ring wraiths. Yep, a mm. bit. Uh, but like, yeah, that's that's the shot that I'm gonna remember forever from that episode mm-hmm. is where they're the six red lightsabers or all whatever. ignite. Oh my gosh, that was and cool. like the lightsaber battle in this episode is so awesome, like so well animated and mm-hmm. choreographed. Is it just me or was the other guy the other the one Jedi not very good? The new kid? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, he, oh, yeah, he, he, was, he was able to stay sauce. alive, but he you know, was not I very think good. that was on purpose. Well, because none of these, mo- a lot of these guys are awfully good for a lightsaber, having never had one. That's a good point. That's you know very. I mean? true. She's the only that's one true. that's I got for, training. I forget. And that I, it's for like, the love of me, I don't know why her father didn't young. defend himself better. He clearly was a jedi that's what i thought well i think he was trying to give her time to get away i think that was his main purpose right perhaps destroy the forge i think he had the force too yes and destroyed because he deflects that lightsaber blast back at the forge or not lightsaber blaster bolt back at the forge and explode makes the whole building so was he the eighth jedi i was kind of confused about that i don't know i kind of gotta i kind of i kind of gotta look into this that's that's that was my initial thought it's probably wrong but like was her dad was the eighth jedi i thought that there were nine sabers i I mean does that there was only seven sabers and they okay. had they had an eighth one up there, what, which is the main character, or the the guy that summoned them, mm-hmm. and that his lightsaber Sick. fancy as fuck, <laughs> nice, yeah. Uh, but that scene where he disarms the one Sith by calling the saber, and then the blade changes from red to green, yeah, that's cool as shit. Mm. That was tight. I wish they would make a little halo like that around cannon. it. The fact that the Forge Master said that each blade was you know m- m- suited to its owner's skill like i would want to see more of that i want to see more episodes so i can see that happen right like when she when she got her hands on that first one it was like guts berserk length yeah like super long i was like oh that's dope 
and then light spear the the subtle change in the one guy the one sith guy whose saber changes from that red to purple a really cool spot and too. They're, they're like hey man chill out and he's like sorry i was influenced by them i like that part a lot and then the whole idea is what the, these sith did was they intercepted this transmission killed the jedi that were supposed to be showing up and took their place and then it fucking sets it up for more so well where she's like hey they took my dad you gonna help me rescue him and he's like yeah i'll, I'll totally help you and they're and he's like we got to go find these other jedi and bring the jedi order back and then the i feel them up. out there yeah oh my god right. give me more of this one. the last shot okay so like there's the they're walking out they're badass the group you see the ship teleport in and they're it's it's that weird thing, but then the the camera does like a a turnaround to where it looks like a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I get that. The space station looks like a big lightsaber. It looks like a big lightsaber. But what was that beam? Mm, anime. <laughs> I don't well, know. He was threw, that was he killed the last guy by throwing him onto some sort of power source that burned him alive and well, it cracked in the process. Was that what they were mining for the kyber crystals? No. Okay. So I didn't catch this until my second watch. In the very opening scene, you see all those asteroids and this big tether shoots out and grabs an asteroid and pulls it back to Earth or back to the planet. <clears throat> That's what they're mining for the kyber okay. crystals. Because you see her using one of those things and she goes back and she's like, Dad, we got a big one today. They're shooting like harpoons into space and grabbing asteroids. I think that is probably a giant kyber crystal in that space station okay. though, for sure. Something of that nature. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I definitely picked up on a giant lightsaber right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, the ninth Jedi gets nothing but praise from me. And if they wanted to make more of this, boy, I would be happy. Yeah, production IG on, on that would be a lot of fun. Now, I have a recommendation. This is probably the most recent anime that's going to be recommended recommended because it's a currently running anime and that is finna pirate princess i've seen two episodes and both episodes fucking captured me the anime it's by the way it's production ig so the animation is top notch the voice acting and the english dub that i was watching on adult swim was really good uh the story seems pretty compelling i've only seen two episodes though so i can't say for sure but I think if you like the Ninth Jedi, you should check it out. Finna Pirate Princess. What about you and Steve? Well, do you guys have any recommendations for this one? Um, you know, I Full Metal Alchemist is really the one that comes to mind for this one for me. <laughs> but now but, um, we should specify Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Um, that's just you know. It's just a feeling, not necessarily. No, none of these are going to be a one-to-one match because they're not Star Wars. So, yeah, if, if something tickles you and gives you the feeling of an anime, bring it up. We want to recommend stuff to people. Yeah. Do you have any, Steve? I do. What's that? A little anime called Demon Slayer. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh. You got to watch. Guys, if you want to get on the hype train, there is one season of Demon Slayer available now. It's on Netflix. And- and an excellent ass movie. Now you watch the. This is how it goes. You watch the first season, 
Then you watch the movie, and then guess what? You're caught up, and you can be part of the cool kids club when the second, second season, season starts. Coming out soon. And I'll tell you what, the main character in that is about as Jedi as it fucking gets, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Now, he's got a real annoying friend named Zenitsu oh that God. shows up later. Yeah. If you can get past Zenitsu. It's Jar Jar, basically. But like, If Jar Jar had a constant boner. <laughs> if Jar Jar was going to get canceled. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Zenitsu is... Prehensile. He'd wrap it around stuff. <laughs> yeah, like a dolphin. Uh, yeah, good call. There is one really annoying character. Yeah. But, I, but if I you do can get like, past that. I like that they get the swords and they can kind of change color based on mm-hmm. certain things. And Oh, God, it's perfect. I didn't even think about that element. Yeah, Demon Slayer. A little bit of Samurai 7, I guess, kind of in there too for me. I, had, oh. I have that as a recommendation for a later one, so mm. I think that works well too. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's going to be a little crossover at oh, least with sure. themes, you know. Absolutely. So next up we have T. Uh, this is another one that I feel like is one that I've seen kind of people poo pooing a little bit, and that is T O B one. And this is done by uh, Science Saru is the studio. T O B one is basically Star Wars Pinocchio. I, absolutely and i really like this one it's got a lot of heart like it's very wholesome buddy like, i you liked it for all the reasons i liked it like it do, not everything has to be super serious you know crazy I mean, beyond anime, you know right exactly i mean and uh, you know the different personifications of jedi mm-hmm. and the creative and inspiring the life bringer jedi Right, the Genesis Jedi, the Jedi that shows up at a planet and decides that he's going to bring life, you know, from the planet. Like that's yeah. crazy awesome to me. That that is very monk-like, you know. It's uh, I don't know. It's a very cool concept. And for him to create, you know, he was like the life bringer monk, you know, from the planet and with an artificial intelligence you know an yeah, arti- it. created an artificial intelligence so advanced he could commune with the force eventually and what i assume is that he created all those other droids too he was like ah, yeah yeah i <clears throat> i enjoyed this one once again it's not my favorite but i found it very enjoyable the animation style like it was a little stuttery like i don't know my animation terms super well but Seemed like it was missing frames at points. Like some of the walk cycles and stuff looked a little odd. Um, like a little blocky and yeah. kind of cartoony in a way. I know what you're talking about. But um, I thought it was adorable and like yeah. just wholesome. It was nice after having you know pretty serious emotional like. It's a good. It's a good break between it the is. ninth Jedi and the, next the Elder. One. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it it's definitely a a change of pace, but it's perfectly placed within the grand scheme of of things. I think so too. And I think Spirited so too. Away is one that reminds me of this one a little totally. bit. Totally, uh, that, that's another good movie to check out too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say Ghibli. like obviously I think this one has a very major anime influence, and that's Astro Boy. Mm-hmm, big time. And then I if, mean, yeah, if you want to watch something a little more modern that you might actually know the franchise that it's based off of, check out one of the Mega Man anime. Because once again, Mega Man was influenced by Astro Boy. And you know what I'm saying? It's it's a very similar thing. Um, There's, um, I had some questions for you about okay. it. The s- spaceship 
that is in the basement. Mm -hmm. What do you think he's keeping it there for? For when it's time to leave. Because he says, like, because Geppetto says. (laughs) Geppetto, or (laughs) God. (laughs) Says, um, he's like, when do I get to go look or go explore the galaxy? And he's like, as soon as we bring life to this planet. Right. When there's plants and rain and clouds and all this. So he's eventually child. The second he gets in the ship, he sends out a broadcast that leads the Sith directly to them. Yeah, exactly. That's why I wondered, like, why he was keeping it around. <laughs> I think because he's because like but at the end, Toby, yeah. which he becomes comes to be known, is like, oh, I'm going to set out into the galaxy and do what Professor Geppetto did, and I'm going to bring life to other planets and help people in need because that's what Jedi do, dude. That part alone. Like of him being like that because that's what Jedi do. Perfect. That is yeah. that and like so many of these shorts distill. It's like Star Wars from Concentrate. It's boiled down. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Where they but they nail what it means to be what what the values and morals of Star Wars are is. You know what I mean? Right. Not to get too heady about uh, an anime short about a cartoon robot. No, absolutely, dude. No, I loved it. Uh, the other question was, how did he get the Kyber crystal at the end? I don't know. This one has some... okay. This on the second watch. Okay, I believe he he put it inside the robot, and oh. that during that moment, you know, of his graduation, he pulls it out and puts it inside the saber for him. I guess oh. that's the only thing that I could put together. Makes a lot more sense than him. <laughs> coming back to life he in tells the, him in the there's grave a, there there's a kyber crystal somewhere here right you yeah. just got to find it oh. makes a lot more sense that it's in the robot Good fucking call will nice job dude. i didn't catch it till the second watch so i have to be honest i have not watched that one twice okay that's okay um so what about recommendations like i was gonna say dragon ball as opposed <laughs> uh, like i said astro boy dragon yeah. ball as opposed to dragon ball z yeah um this one was hard for me. I didn't. This I, one's tough. I didn't. The only thing I could think of. So the fight scene at the end, w- which was my favorite part. Actually, there's a couple things. There's okay. Do you remember the part where he goes off into his mind about being a Jedi? Yes. And he's like, it's like he's like jumping on this star destroyer. Really reminded me of the series called Keep Your Hands Off of Izokin, which was on Crunchyroll. I think it's on Netflix. I think. But it was about this like really creative high school girl, and she just has this really vivid imagination, and she just sh- she'll just be sitting there with her friends talking about how wouldn't it be cool if we built this room up to to be so awesome with high tech, and we had a helicopter, and it goes into these little animated parts just like that. Oh, that's so cool. Pretty similar to that, and then the animation at the end reminded me of Evangelion a little bit. Now, but you want to talk about a hardcore one eighty from <laughs> Evangelion is, yeah. however. Lots of religious references in this one. Oh yeah, oh yeah, big time religious. But buddy, you want to talk about a one eighty turn from the tone of this? <laughs> yeah, uh, Evangelion. I feel like, hey guys, peace and love. I love Evangelion. It's one of my favorites. But maybe watch some other anime. Yeah, don't. For- yeah, that's that- kind. I wouldn't say advanced because that makes me sound like, oh, I'm smarter than you because I like Evangelion. But it's. Not advanced, but it's like you know, second step, third step anime Absolutely. journey. Absolutely, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. It's a tough. Okay, one. I would watch Attack like on this, Titan first. If you like that, watch Evangelion. Go I would ahead. say more like this. I don't know if you Hamtaro, 
There was an anime called Hamtaro. What about a little <laughs> hamster that would have adventures and do I, kind of wild shit? Bro, I did not know such <laughs> a thing know. existed, but I'm going to check it out. It's super wholesome or whatever. Um, and uh, But like action-wise, very uh, Ronin Warriors. Like it had a very uh, retro action Ronin Warrior feel. Nice. All right. Next up, we have another <clears throat> possible candidate for favorite. Banger. And that is yeah. the Elder. Done by Studio Trigger. Back on the back on the mic, Studio Trigger. I'm going to start by saying, if we ever get an, a High Republic era set animated series, this is what I want. Oh, this was awesome, dude! I would totally watch this. Absolutely, um, series. David Harbor as the Master Jedi. He did real good. Did real good. So much so that previously I knew he was in the cast. And then was watching the episode, and about halfway through, I go, "Oh, there's David Harbor." Like it took, it wasn't like immediately. I was like, "Oh, there's." It's surprising the- for me to hear. I did not know the voice talent, and I'm surprised that that was David Harbor. And now impressed. Um, beautiful. Maybe the second best animated, I think. Of I think so too. Like in terms of just my personal taste and animation style, well paced. In the the Jedi Master and his Padawan, great characters. The old elderly uh, Sith. Padawan's a little over eager. He could calm the fuck down just a little bit. But that's also that's it's classic character Padawan. For Padawan. You know right? what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I thought that the um, the Jedi was a little hipster. He's like, well, yeah. I like to hang out on the outer rims. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> There's a really sweet record store hey, out here. Have you ever <laughs> tried? Vinyl. <laughs> uh, have you ever tried Butt Chug IPA? <laughs> It smells like horse piss, and it tastes even worse. But, man, I love it. It's, uh, I knew this planet before everyone knew this planet. It's 19% alcohol. I, I knew this planet before everybody knew this planet. That's good, Will. Hey, did you get the, do you guys have a star waiver on vinyl? 180 gram? Their first album was way better than their first album. Uh, um, but man, I I really the the bad guy, the Sith in this fucking creepy. Oh, they did a great job and making him creepy. That uh perfectly creepy. Like that's what I wanted to see. Like I was excited to see that. That sort of uh idea, uh that trope of an old, decrepit, creepy Japanese wizard guy in an anime is something they'll do. So to see that through the Star Wars lens, but he's a Sith with two lightsabers, whew, that was good stuff. Yeah, it that was, was awesome. good stuff. The fight was and awesome. the fact that he purged his existence—that oh, was wild. Death. Yes. that was wild. That was one of the creepiest parts of the whole thing. Like how he just crumbled, melted into, away, yeah, yeah. and then blew his ship up. What was in that ship? What happened? Yeah, right. Melt like that. That was creepy. Yeah, what super was, creepy? What was he trying to hide in that ship? Once there again, would have been information that the Sith would have acquired over a thousand years. They haven't been seen in 500. Yeah. That's halfway through the thousand years Yoda was talking about, I assume. Yeah, so this this is technically uh, probably set closer to the High Republic era. You know what I mean? If they the Sith yeah. haven't been seen, we don't need to get For hundreds of years yeah. or a couple of hundred years or something like that. So, yeah, it's... Um, it's real good. It's it, very good. It was very good. It it seems like it was maybe just a couple of scenes. Like they're in the spaceship and then they they land and mm-hmm. then you know they split up and then there's the fight. But it was all really well animated. 
the pacing was perfect the tension they built Mm -hmm. was really good like i felt like it was the whole time you were kind of unsettled waiting for whatever it was to show up and when it's his creepy self with his bad teeth and Mm -hmm. you knew he was gonna be tough i i was (laughs) i was hoping he'd kind of take the padawan out kind of quick i was expecting it would that yeah that's exactly what i thought i thought the padawan was redshirt because it was yeah because it's star wars he lived if that had been anime that paddle no, they sir. were not so sure oh there would have been some animated <laughs> tears you know what he i mean he may have been disfigured just for the rest at of least. the series god at um, least he lost a hand uh, i like how the jedi afterwards is like yo if he had been younger yeah. that shit would have been a problem <laughs> Yeah, the he was our only yeah, reason I was able to beat him is because his his ass was old, and he needed the his. I mean, he didn't necessarily need it, but I guess it definitely it helped. helped. Yeah, yeah, he was able to. I liked how they ended it in slow motion. How he kind of gli- he like kind of just looked and noticed his his window and just kind of oh, all right, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just walked in and did the deed. Um. So I have for a recommendation for this one, Samurai Seven. Samurai Seven. Uh, I feel like it's a decent starter anime, especially if you're if you're familiar with the story of the Seven Samurai, the Kurosawa movie. It's a retelling of that in sort of sci-fi anime form. Wouldn't you say that's kind of absolutely how it goes? Well, what about yeah. uh, you guys? What do you guys got for this one? This one felt very Cowboy Bebop to me. Yes, something about it was very Cowboy Bebop. That was one I was going to say for sure. You're totally right. By the way. Cowboy Bebop, also an excellent starter anime. Oh, I yeah. feel like that was a lot of people's short. first anime. It's, it's short. Ten episodes. And it's got a really good movie. Yep. And there's a live action thing coming out. We'll see. That's... We'll see how it goes. But if you want to watch the original and the animated movie to get primed for the Netflix series, it's perfect. I'd also say Samurai Champloo. Which is done. Yeah. Isn't that the same? It's the same. As, I think so. Studio or whatever. As Cow- uh, Cowboy Bebop? I, I think, think it so. is. Yeah. Jennyon? Or, like that. I'll also throw out Ninja Scroll again because I felt like, especially with the villain, yeah, like they kind oh, of, oh, oh yeah, there's a lot of similar stuff. Now, mm-hmm. the creepy villain factor is uh, quite a bit higher in Ninja Scroll. Definitely. Woo! Oh my god, I just got scared <laughs> by the doggies. <laughs> it's the dogas, dogas. <laughs> See that? Just as he's talking about <laughs> creepy anime, creepy anime guys. characters. Dharma's like creepy anime guys. Oh, Steve, what's up, buddy? Just noticed. I guess also Dororo. Oh, that's an that's a Dororo uh, Amazon Prime. Dororo, that's a good one. Yeah. The one with the girl and her her big brother. Yeah, the the kid that's claiming his body parts from demons. Yep, I've seen it. It's good. Oh, okay. It's good. Uh, so next up we have Lop and Ocho. Lop and Ocho. When I saw the previews and stuff for it, I was like, eh. Star Wars furries. It's Star Wars furries. I liked it. This is one I feel I'm, like. I, I dug it. I, I grew up with Outlaw Star, so I'm yeah. a sucker for a cat girl. Hey, that's not no. a bad a recommendation for this one either. True. Outlaw Star. That's um, true. I'll say this. This is the one I felt like had the most pacing issues. Something about the pacing of uh-huh. this one was <clears throat> maybe they're. Their see, could have used eyes it. were bigger than their stomach. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like Gundam pacing. Does that make sense? I, like I can kind of see that a mountain of exposition to hit you with the big action show in the last five minutes. Or this whatever. one could have used more time. I feel like I felt like that was pulled off better in the fourth one. 
as far as like the build up to an action mm-hmm. sequence. This I do one too. was good. I feel like you're right. It probably could have used a slight tuning. Yeah, but I, I don't liked know it. if it needed some editing or if it needed a little more time because it tried to tell quite a story in that amount of time. I know? mean, it effectively did, but the the bond between father daughter and adopted daughter like is almost you, you have to take that on a lot of faith you know they haven't shown you anything right. to deepen right you, you saw the beginning and you see the end like you, you, you really right. have to struggle to give it content you kind of nailed that will i feel that's i will say this is the other one that gave me a really strong emotional reaction is it at the part i think it is probably it's it's when um it's at the end and the two sisters are are Fighting. going at it and you know she's she's like you know, I, I'm trying to save you. I want us to be a family. And she's like, I don't have a family anymore. Or I don't even know what family is. And the robot immediately comes up and shows her a picture of the family. And yep. she just s- s- kills the robot. Yeah. Like, I was like, I, I, I was like riveted, was dude. Emotional. The, yeah. Like, because the robot immediately goes, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, it's hard To show her what family is. Right. And then, so my, I, I really like that part. Uh, but the one for me was when she freaks out when she sees that Lop has the saber. Mm-hmm. And she's like, how could you give that? That's mine by birthright or whatever. I'm going to b- murder the quote. But the dad is like, inheritance isn't about blood. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That yes, that's exactly it. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. That was a great line. Yeah. I remembered that one too. And, and you, you, you nailed it, I think. The design of the saber in this one was really cool. Mm-hmm. I love yes. Like, look. In time all the saber get... designs in all these episodes were sick. You know, and the way that they came on and some of the cross guard parts. Like, yeah. I, I had, I loved seeing the different lightsabers. Yeah. And I thought, by the way, this one also, animation wise, strong. Strong. Yes. Real strong. I agree. Yeah. It, it, it had some strong animation. Uh, and for this one, Steve, you had B stars. Yeah, B stars on Netflix is is one if you're like into kind of more of an animal theme, mm-hmm. you know. I guess that's the only one I had for this. B stars very good, but I didn't have any other ones. Yeah, and and Will's uh, recommendation of Outlaw Stars Outlaw I think Star. is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Outlaw Stars older. Right, so it's going to definitely have a different. I'm realizing feel. that all of my anime knowledge is older <laughs> than all you guys. All you, like you guys are much more current. I than keep I waiting for you to bust out uh, how to pick up girls in a dungeon, but <laughs> you must be saving that one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Back pocket. No, thank you. Back pocket. I was waiting for the dark one on the end. <laughs> okay, and then we have peace and love. My least favorite. This one is definitely, and it's from an animation standpoint. The animation did not do it for me in this. Story I thought was solid. I'll say that. And that is Aka Kiri, which is done by Science Saru, the same one that did uh, TOB1. So they're back at it. Um, like I said, I thought the story was it was solid, surprisingly dark to end the whole thing out Pretty on. Pretty freaking dark for your ender. Yeah. I Really? Like- Characters I thought were cool. Um, you know, it's it's mainly from an animation standpoint that this one didn't really connect with me i had no problems with the animation that's cool yeah i'm used to need it i'm used to really like this one i'm used to kind of like more lo-fi animation sometimes in Mm -hmm. in anime and it didn't bother me at all i did i did wonder at like finishing the thing with 
La Pinocha was was a good one and it, not totally a downer but it ends with like no resolution in there like mm-hmm. that's a that's a house divided right there it sure is and then you go into this next one which is even more bleak yeah it's as bleak as i've seen star wars get in a while yeah it's 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 the only one where you see the light side fall to the dark Mm -hmm. right like in everything else the light side wins right like you know this is the one where the sith won and so he's haunted by these visions Mm -hmm. these paralyzing visions which turns out to be a vision of what he does to he kills her. His forbidden love. Right. It's 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 an interesting take on almost the Anakin and Padme relationship from the prequels. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's almost what Anakin's hoping he can pull off. Yeah. It's it's it, you you actually kind of see them pull off what Anakin because he does bring her back. He does. He does. Um. But then he has to leave with his new Sith master or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because um, he made that choice. Like, this is what I'll say. Like, the scene where he's doing all the lightsaber stuff towards the end when he ends up killing her and stuff, like, that's where it sort of didn't connect with me. Now, mm-hmm. what I did kind because it just, it, I didn't think it looked that great. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Now, some, like, from a character design standpoint, I thought the two guides... Like to me, those they were pretty good and kind of classic anime. These are the two guys that are going to lead you to your destination characters. So I like yeah, that. Yeah, perfect. Almost the C three PO and R two D two. I think those guys fill those roles. Um, In a way, you're right. You know, they're they're the the plucky comic relief. <clears throat> and I and I like the uh, flashback stuff with his master being like, "Don't go, dude. Because if you go, you're going to fall to the dark side." Yeah, and then like you're like, oh, he's not going to, and then the twist that, that never he does. happens. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I do have to commend them the balls on going out on a darker. Yeah, note, you know? I like the design of the Sith lady too in that one. Yes. By the way, I I can kind of bought kinda, her as a badass. She kind of gave me a JoJo's bizarre adventure that, character yeah. design vibe. You know what I mean? I haven't seen much of JoJo's. Ooh. But I know they I go wild. With they those go wild. Like a plate designs. of spaghetti could be like a bad guy. Yeah. In, in a JoJo thing, for all I know. A plate of spaghetti. <laughs> plate of spaghetti. I want to be spaghetti. <laughs> um. All right, just spaghetti. Uh. I did think I I I understand ending on the downer, but to be honest, like some of those anime are the ones that stick with you the most, or at least oh, for me, totally. like the ones that end on Sin like City? a mildly fucked up. One from of, you know Akira, like yep. you know the whole way Tetsuo goes out, like that sticks with you, oh, yeah. buddy. One of my favorite anime is Attack on Titan, and it is depressing. <laughs> Evangelion. Evangelion. We just, we, is depressing. We just watched about a thousand hours of Evangelion. Oh yeah, I have been full on upset. Like you could watch. Uh, I my... wish you would have been when we were playing because I started asking Hawes like the deep. The deep uh, questions. Deep, I'm you studied have been on that these days. If you put like electrodes on my head and studied my brain patterns, you could see the ramp up to Star Wars <laughs> visions. Yeah. And part of that ramp up was diving head first, like Boba Fett, into the Sarlacc, <laughs> into Evangelion That's in right. a big bad way. A in backflip. A big bad way. So let's wrap this one up and get our like overall thoughts but like for the recommendation on this one i had devil man cry baby okay 
which is f- a fucked up anime. Okay, guys, look. <laughs> <laughs> this one's fucked up. This is that very one, fucked I up. mean, there's vagina monsters. There, yeah, it's 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 fucked. Up. It is fucked. Up. And I don't use that term lightly. Okay, yes, I do. Okay. but I'm just saying, like for real. Keep this that time. in mind. This is <laughs> for the mature. It's yeah. not like it's hentai. No, no, no. Well, it's it's dark. It's 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 very very violent. It's very yes. nihilistic. It's it's a depressing anime, but um. Animation wise, it's very close to this. Yeah, I could I could see that. And he also does another one called Japan Sinks, which is available on Netflix, which is a little more uh, you know, not quite as insane as Devil May gotcha. Cry Baby. But there's some there's some tense moments, but it's not quite yeah. Oh, what yeah, about you've, you've seen that, Will, Japan Sinks. Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. Did you have a, a recommendation for this one, Will? I did, and it just slipped my mind, which is so weird. Uh, oh. Tell me, tell them yours, and maybe it'll. Come I don't back to have you. one. This was one that I was having trouble with. Um, yeah, the the ones that end on the darker sides. Um, you know, I don't know the evil evil character makes me think Demon Slayer again too. Like mm-hmm. just the evil character. That's like the only thing about Gantz. Gantz zero. And, oh, Gantz uh, is a messed up one. Um, I like that. Stein I'm trying Day. to think no. of the... No. No, thank you. <laughs> Berserk. Oh, hey, that could, that could maybe be one. Yeah, maybe Record two. of Lotus War, maybe. Oh, Will's pulling out the classics! <laughs> Record of Lotus War. That's a good one if you Perfect. want to watch D&D campaign the anime. Yeah. It's about the closest that's ever going to come. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh... I can't pick a favorite overall because it's so close between uh, the Village Bride and the Ninth Jedi with the Elder like creeping up. I can't pick a favorite. Me, it's one Village Bride, two Elder, three Ninth Jedi, and then it's a mixture of the rest. They're all good. They depend on the day. That's the thing, man. I am surprised that I came out of this liking all of them, loving a lot of them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh I couldn't be happier. And they've said that I was, I saw a tweet saying where the producers said that they were interested in a second season. Ugh, I really hope that I hope the they do it. And this is what I want from a second season. I want continuations of some of these stories. So give us, you know, the ninth Jedi part two, mm-hmm. so the on and so Jedi. forth. Uh, and then give us some new studios, bring in new stories. Give us a mix. Give Pump us visions. An- give us another vision. Yes. Yes, I, I would say maybe do, you know, continuations of three-ish. You know, like I could see some more Lop and Ocho, like The Ninth Jedi, um, The Village Bride. If you continued those three. Yeah. So bro. many of them seem to be set up for more. Right. I mean, definitely. The twins the seem duel, to set up for I mean, more. There's Duel is definitely going to have more, at least in like a, a, in a, a book, book format, right. you know? So, yeah, give us like half continuation, half bringing in other studios to tell their Star Wars stories. <laughs> Guys. I'm in. And I would say Tatooine Rhapsody is probably the one that doesn't need a sequel, but watch the next visions just be a two hour Tat- just Tatooine a Rhapsody. Yeah. I, and like <laughs> I, I said, with that, I would watch, I'd watch a it. show of, of following those characters, but you're right. It's enough of a self contained story. Yeah. That I don't see it needing. Well, one. I don't think you know, to... it showed them kicking ass, right? Like they all kick ass with their band instruments, and yeah, I thought that that's fight. how it was going to end. You know, I thought they were going to kick ass. 
you know, oh, on the main stage in front of everybody and go I... out. But they got they went for the made the money play, which means they can play <laughs> around the galaxy. Yeah, they and did. you know, I don't think two oh B one needs a follow up. I can I'm just as no I'm good thinking, oh, Toby's just out there bringing planets to life and doing Jedi shit. You know? I like that. that yeah, that it was made before. to stand by itself. Yeah. I'd like to see a s- sequel to the last one. I know that was not your favorite one, but at this point, give me what the fuck ever. I need more of this. Now, there's <laughs> one element missing from this that I sorely need. And if we ever get more Star Wars visions, space battles. Mm. No space battles. The closest we got was the X-Wing and the twins and, I wouldn't really call that a space battle. I mean, it is focused on lightsabers. Yes. I mean, I need a good space battle in uh, if they ever do more visions. And then there's not a missing element for me. The This was definitely some lightsaber worship. Yes. A lot of these. Yes. And I liked that. In I meant to mention earlier in the Tatooine Rhapsody that he didn't have a lightsaber, but he had the fucking microphone that sounded like that. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cute. But yeah, uh, I feel like. Uh, anime has, you know, history, you know, mountains of history in training montages, like all the shit that they put characters through to be a fucking Demon Slayer or a Soul Reaper, or all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I want to see that in anime form for a Jedi. Okay. You know, I want to see somewhere, you know, I want, you know, because it's very intricate and the lessons they teach, you know, it's very cool usually. And I'd like to see that at some point. I could see that. Through the yeah. training of Padawans. Yeah, just a whole episode that's kind of like some tough-ass training. I'd love that. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, guys, so this is what's going to happen. We're not going to do emails and voicemails because I am getting sore sitting here. My knee is starting to hurt. I need a break. Oh, yeah, you got to take care. It's been an hour and a half. Steve's got to get home. Uh, so what we're going to do is next week, Will and I are going to talk about the duel a little more in depth. We'll talk about the behind-the-scenes stuff that's on Disney+. Plus, Whatever else news comes up, and we'll get all caught up on voicemails and emails. You know how we do. <clears throat> Steve, buddy, thanks so much for coming by and Man, talking with me. Man, thanks for Will. letting me crash, dude. Like, I really, uh, you know me in anime, and uh, I really enjoyed this. I'm glad you this. were here for the anime chat. Me too, dude. It's so good to talk to you too, Will. It's good like, to talk to you too, I get to, to talk too, to you buddy. enough. And uh, yeah, man, thanks again for having me. Anytime anime is uh, up, you can, call, you can count on me. So, guys, what you need to do is go follow Steve on Twitter, at Stoned Cobra, right? Yes, sir. Then the next thing you need to do is you need to go over and subscribe to the High Potion podcast, which is me and Steve talking about video games. And then the next thing you need to do after that is you need to go check out Stoned Cobra, the band who were kind enough to provide (laughs) the music for our theme song on iTunes, Spotify, and at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. And every single Patreon has a... Stone cover riff at the beginning too. It pretty sure much. does. That is our brand here at Blue Harvest. <laughs> Stoned Cobra. Uh, also, if you haven't left us a review on iTunes, please do. It helps other people find the show. And we will see you next week when we will still be talking about Star Wars Visions and whatever else happens. Until then, this has been Blue Harvest, and I'm Halls Burkhart. I'm Will Witten. May the Force be with you. May the force be with all of you. I love you, Will! May the force be with us! <laughs>